Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 8, Akshara Brahma Yoga, Yoga of Imperishable Brahman. As we have seen that we are trying to understand the nature of the Supreme Reality. So we have to do some heavy lifting here to understand the underlying concepts in this chapter. So in the beginning we have heard from Bhagwan that Brahman is imperishable, immutable. Self-knowledge is its nature. So what is the nature of Brahman? It is self-knowledge. It does not require any other aid to understand it. So it's self-effulgent. Its very nature is self-knowledge. With its creative force, it works to create things and beings. So what is work is that which creates these things and beings. That Brahman which is imperishable, its nature is self-knowledge. With its own creative force, it works to create things and beings. And the, what is nature of the things and beings that Brahman has created? They are perishable. Brahman is imperishable for anything that is created by its creative force is perishable. That because the very act of creation gives it a birth date. It's now created. Something is created. Therefore it will have its own life. And then it will get destroyed. It will have a limited shelf life as we call it. No matter how long that is. What makes those things and beings function as they are? It's a daivam. Inherently, that same Brahman remaining within each created entity. It's called daivam. That daivam makes the thing or being possible as a creation. But out of all this activity, when these things and beings are reacting with each other, it's only possible because Brahman remains present as the Yagnam. In all the activities that Supreme Being is present, and therefore all activities are possible in this world of these created beings. Analogy we have heard before is more like my dream. I, as the conscious being, have experiences in my waking world. That same experiences at night, it's all jumbled up. My mind creates its own world. Out of my own mind, I create my own world. That mind by itself 
creates various entities, things and beings in my dream. Those entities are acting in the dream because I am in and through available to project the dream. But when I wake up, all those entities, things and beings are now unmanifest. Till next time I go to sleep again and dream again. So this is what we have seen is how the overall cosmos is functioning at the level of Brahman. Him remaining supreme, unchangeable, with his self-knowledge, with his own creative force, he works to create these things and beings. These things and beings, their guna and dharma. I studied chemistry in Gujarati because I studied all throughout my school days and college days in Gujarati medium. In chemistry, they used to ask us, Padarthana gunadharmanu varnankara describes the characteristics and nature of this substance. So there are two things every substance has, guna and dharma. Guna is the basic characteristics of that substance or a thing or a being. And dharma is the nature of that substance, depending on guna. So what is my dharma is depending on my gunas. The gunas which I have as an entity creates my dharma. So guna and dharma are related to each other. So Brahman creating things and beings, each thing and being has its own dharma, guna and dharma. This guna and dharma continues to change as we acquire more impressions. So my guna, before I went to architecture school, has nothing to do with architecture. In fact, I was not even aware of what architecture is all about. So at that point, my dharma had nothing to do with architectural knowledge or practice. More I acquired the architectural knowledge, my gunas changed. So my dharma changed. So now I practice architecture. So guna and dharma is constantly changing in this evolutionary path a thing or being takes in the creation itself. So Bhagavan said that this creation is now guided by its own laws where each thing and being is driven by their own guna and dharma. So the, what will be my next state of existence? The gunas which I am creating through my experiences as practicing architect or the Bhagavad Gita student. So my next state of existence can only be evolution from a present state. It cannot completely change overnight from where I am today. So that's the evolutionary path each thing and being in the creation takes. So from some stardust, my original evolution started, and then that keeps changing guna and dharma came to this level where I am today. I read in some one of these popular science books that our atoms in the body continues to change. Now, they are not the same atoms because our body, the cells change every few years. And they said that it is possible that the atoms which existed in Shakespeare's body, or Rama's body, or Krishna's body, has passed through my body at one point of time. Because there are finite amount of energy, finite amount of matter. All things and beings are created out of that. And the nature of this cosmos is one thing changes into the shape and form of other and continues.
So where I am today is the product of my past, from that stardust to who I am today. My future would be the product of my present plus my past. So the advice then given to us is that if you want to accelerate this evolution, not go through this gradual path of changing guna and dharma, that you can directly relate to the source, which is we have seen the Brahman who is imperishable, immutable, created this universe out of his own creative force, that the efficient cause, his creative force, the efficient cause to create this own universe. And material cause was the only thing available to Brahman, which is his own self. He created this universe out of his own self, and each creation has limited life. It's perishable. Creation remains perishable, but the underlying material which creates this universe remains imperishable. So either I can identify with my guna and dharma today, and then take a step next forward in the same path of my evolution, or I can short-circuit this whole cycle and go straight to my source, where I started. So that's the advice in this chapter. So it's like, at the time of death, death is the end of this state of existence, is death. Death of yesterday created today, death of today will create tomorrow. At the time of that transition, whatever I think would be my next state of existence, that's what I will become. That's very simple as we all learned. So Bhagavan said, you can focus directly onto the source and become source. Up to the Brahma Loka, the world of Brahma, Everything has coming and going. Till we are within the realm of this Prakriti, which is made up of nothing but the total things and beings in this world, I will be keep recycling from one state of existence to another. And that we have said, how long it will continue? Then we have said, is as long as the Brahma is creating and dissolving. So we see our day and night from our day-to-day activities Day is the active part of my life, night is the inactive part of my life. Superimposing the same concept on Brahmaji is the total creator. I am the creator of my world, you are the creator of your world, she is the creator of her world. When you put all things and beings together, all the ideas and vasanas and thoughts together, create cosmic mind. The cosmic mind has the latency to create this cosmos, and that's called Hiranyagarbha, the golden embryo, which is the, all the possibilities of creating everything that is in this cosmos. That continues to go in the cycles of activity and inactivity. When Brahma is actively creating, it's his day. When he takes rest and is inactive, it's night for him. Because we superimpose our day and night on my day is activity, my night is inactivity. It's not different now with night life. But in 5,000 years ago, they probably didn't have night life. So, so now Brahma says, what is Brahma's day? Is Brahma's day is 1,000 eons. So for 1,000 eons, this activity of creation continues, things changing from one thing to another to another. And then Brahmaji takes rest. 
all the things which he has created now goes into dormant state not get destroyed goes into dormant state just as i the architect goes into dormant state from friday to sunday i'm not practicing but that doesn't mean the architect in me has died architect in me will wake up on monday morning and start all over again so all the ideas and thoughts and vasanas in this total mind goes into hibernation in dormant state that's his night is how long that lasts is that's another thousand year so we did some calculation the other day and said it's a 4.316 million year is one year so thousand of these 4.31 billion year and you take two of them a day and night that 8.6 something billion years is a one complete cycle this so is when you think about your journey is so this is this is what is continue from day to night day and night it will continue from one state of existence to another one state of existence to another and if you think that you as the entity is not really happy about it and there is escape hatch and that is take refuge in me refuge in me, identify with the source ah brahma bhavanat lokah punaravartino arjuna till we reach the state of that brahmaji's loka his world the creator's world as long as i'm watching david copperfield performing magic it's wonderful to watch and get enchanted by it and then keep thinking how does he do it how does he do it how does he do it till one day I show up when he is preparing for his show and say i want to be your apprentice sir and he takes me and then he shows me and then i see how all these magics are done and then all magic is gone now i am not confused now he is cutting the lady into half i am not worried i know exactly what he is doing till that time i have to keep coming back how does he do it how does he do it how does he do it till i reach the brahma's loka the creator's own world i will be coming back into the same cycle but then when i reach there and then identify with the source then i will become one with that so it gives us a scale my quest in life to achieve happiness is not a short term even though i put it in a short term goals and long term goals but in the end i want happiness he said just extend that to brahma just day and night and now work towards your goal this is the only way to achieve that is to identify with the source avyakta vyaktayah sarvaha prabhavanti ah agame so all those things in beings with all their guna and dharma are in dormant state when brahma is inactive which we consider as the dissolution pralaya vishnu lying in a kshira samudra kshira samudra milky ocean milky ocean there are no vasanas pure sattva then there is no activity if it is pure sattva there is no activity rajas and tamas has to be there so when you are in a pure state of sattva there is no activity but all other things in being in dormant state all the other thoughts are in dormant state just as just as when i go to sleep all my thoughts about what i'm going to be doing next week are in dormant state not that i forgotten anything about it i'm just in a dormant state as soon as i wake up on monday morning they all come into being and becomes my work and my activity and my creation 
अनमेनिफेस्ट नाउ बिकम्स मैनिफेस्ट इन ऑल दोनिफेस्ट ड्यूरिंग द डे ऑल माई थॉट विच आर मैनिफेस्ट ड्यूरिंग द डे यू कैन सी वट आई एम थिंकिंग बिकॉज ऑफ माई एक्शन will be dormant so when i'm sleeping it really doesn't matter whether i'm a genius or an idiot man or a woman because those thoughts are in a dormant state but it has potency to me waking up as a man an architect nice guy or a not so nice guy all the dormant ratri agame pralayante they dissolve into dormant state at the arrival of the night bhuta gramah sa eva ayam bhutva bhutva pralayate the same sets of things and beings continues to come into being and becoming dormant again over and over again this cycle continues till when perpetuity because we have seen the very nature of the supreme self is creative and his work is to create things and being how long there will be waves in ocean as long as there is ocean how long there will be this world as long as the supreme being exists so there is no end to this cycle this cycle is unending cycle but you and i can get out of this so bhuta grama se evam bhutva bhutva pralaya they will continue from one state of existence to another to another to another because it is the very nature of bhagwan is to create ratri agame avasa partha prabhavati ah agame and when the night comes they will again go back so this cycle will continue parah tasmat tu bhavah anya avyakto vyaktat sanatanah from this unmanifest which i have considered to be in a dormant state all my vasanas and thoughts and desires are in dormant state when i'm not capable of thinking in a deep sleep same way from the brahmaji's point of view when he is inactive all things and beings are in a dormant state but one said other than this avyakta avyakta which is with all this cosmic mind in a dormant state there is another avyakta which is other than this cosmic mind which is the difference between a brahma and brahman brahma is the brahman with maya david copperfield with his power of illusion becomes a magician he take the power of magic he is just david copperfield brahman while he is creating his brahma but you take that creative aspect of him he is just brahman so that avyakta where everything is in unmanifest state is still avyakta but beyond this avyakta is another avyakta which is no qualities of this vyakta ne avyakta प्रेसिडेंटन he didn't realize that he was a president at one time so when all my thoughts and all my ideas and all my identification get destroyed 
I still remain. When a person has a complete Alzheimer, he cannot think of anything, but he knows he exists. He is there. Who he is doesn't matter. No superimposition on it. In fact, that is the ultimate from Vedantic perspective. No superimposition. No idea who I am. But I am. So Bhagavan said, when all beings and things are destroyed, that underlying entity which makes all things and beings possible is not destroyed. Yasa sarvesu bhutesu natsyatsu na vinashyati does not get destroyed. We have seen many examples before that after switching off the projector, the screen still remains. And I went to Las Vegas a few years ago and went to the Cirque du Soleil, the show. And that creates a fantastic illusion on the stage. You literally see water and you know lights and and as an architect I'm trying to figure out how are they creating this thing, you know. What is that they're projecting on? What what does this the background look like? Because we know it's all show of light and, and a sound. But what what is they're creating on the stage? What is an architect I have to create so they can create all of that? And while the show is going on, no matter how hard I try, I can never figure it out. It always seems so fantastic with all these things, clouds and everything. Once the lights are turned off, then I can see what they're projecting on. So right now we are trying to understand the very nature of what is being projected on and we cannot figure it out. This is what we can see. We are trying to understand Bhagwan, But as long as that show of light and sound is going on, not possible. Even for a trained architect like me, not possible. I can't figure out what kind of the background they have to project all these fantastic illusions on it. Once the light is turned off, then I can see, oh, the stage was like this, and they were projecting from this side and doing this. Therefore, Bhagavan said, to understand my nature, what you do is shut off all the senses, calm your mind down, and stop your intellect. When all these things stopped, then what you become aware of what is the substrate, is the screen on which all the light and sound show was going on. So one who does that, at the time of living this state of existence, he will become realized. Avyakto aksara iti ukta tam ahuhu paramam gatim. They say, the wise people, the sages who explain, they say that avyakta aksara, that unmanifest, imperishable, is the supreme. And that is your supreme goal. To achieve what? What you have been looking all your life. A state where there is no sorrow, there is no confusion, there is no ignorance. Yam prapya na nivartante taddhama paramam mama. As a first person singular, Bhagavan says, that is my abode. Where there is no show of light and sound going on. That's the substrate of I am. Where there is no confusion. There is no ignorance about my own self. Taddhama paramamama. That's my abode. That's where I reside. And that should be your highest goal. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha
सर्वे पश्यन्तु मा कश्चिद दुख भाग भवे ओ शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम